What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wellpreneur Online Podcast. This is episode 40. And this week, I'm talking to Tanya Gardner from Conscious Introvert Success. And we're talking about how to be successful as an introverted entrepreneur. So are you an introvert? You know, you might not think you are. And when I take the Myers-Briggs and things, those types of tests personally, I come out right on the cusp and I've always thought, but I love public speaking. Like I love meeting people. I can't be an introvert. But actually based on Tanya's definition, introversion has nothing to do with if you're comfortable speaking to other people. And instead it has to do with how you recharge yourself. So do you feel recharged by being out and interacting with other people? Or do you need time alone and quiet time to recharge yourself? And I know for me, I need lots of Amanda time in my life. Anyone that knows me will attest to that, that I I need my quiet time to recharge and be ready to tackle the day. So I thought this conversation with Tanya was really interesting because it shifted my perspective on what introversion means. She also talks about the difference between being introverted and shy and highly sensitive because those are different things and and you don't have to have all of them. You could just be one or the other or a combination. And we talk about specific marketing tactics for how to really know what works for your energy levels and where your strengths are and how to focus your marketing around that so that it's effective and not draining you during your business. Because as we know, as entrepreneurs, there is just so much to do and we need to have the energy for it, right? So it totally makes sense to focus on our strengths and do what feels good. So before we jump into this interview with Tanya, I just wanted to remind you that if you'd like to create content on your blog that your readers will love and share to help you really attract ideal clients online, I'd love if you'd join me for my free five-day blogging challenge. You just go to my website. You can actually go to wellpreneuronline.com slash challenge and sign up there for the blogging challenge. And I'll send you five simple exercises, one a day for five days that are really going to help you turbocharge your blog. I think you'll really enjoy it. So let's jump into this interview with Tanya Gardner. Hi, Tanya. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Hey, Amanda, thanks so much for having me. So we're talking literally halfway around the world <laughs> right now. We are. I live in the future in, in Middle Earth, so it's always fun talking to people who live in the past. <laughs> I'm just having my first cup of coffee and starting my day, and you're just winding down. So you're in New Zealand, is that right? Yeah, it's uh, Wednesday evening. I am in New Zealand, yeah. So, Tanya, I wanted to have you on the show today. We were introduced through a mutual friend, Holly Wharton, because you specialize in talking about doing business as an introvert. And this is something that's come up a lot within my audience, which is that so much business building that we hear about has to do with speaking opportunities and networking and really pushing and putting yourself out there. You know, that can feel like 
a little intimidating for a more introverted person, possibly. And so I, I really wanted to hear your thoughts about this, doing business as an introvert. And is that the case? Do we need to adjust what we're doing differently if we're more introverted? So would you just define what an introvert is? I would love to because there's so much misinformation out there. There's a lot of people who will use the terms quiet and introverted and shy and highly sensitive all really interchangeably. But the most personality theorists now agree that the, the terms actually have very different meanings. So someone who's introverted is kind of generally inwardly focused and they get energized by alone time and reflection. They may or may not be quiet. I have a few self-described loudmouthed introvert friends who are anything but quiet. And other introverts will be quiet until they get to know someone really well or until the conversation turns to something they're really passionate about. And that's kind of true for me. When it happens, it can be difficult to get me to shut up, to be honest. Someone who's shy lacks confidence in themselves and they're generally worried about what other people will think of them. Now, that's true of some introverts, but it's also true of some extroverts. And you'll often find that introverts have a quiet confidence about them. If a shy person is quiet, it's generally because they're nervous about being at the center of attention where there are introverts like me who are totally happy with being center stage. And I actually really enjoy talking, which is something I know that you wanted to, to cover later on in the interview was about speaking opportunities. That's something I'm deeply introverted, but I love speaking. But it's the interacting afterwards that can be really draining. And then someone who's highly sensitive is they're affected by strong sensory stimuli, so kind of sights and scents and sounds. And so what's depleting them is not the interactions, but the sensory overload. And they're often quiet because too much noise drains them. What you find is that although these three things are very different, they can go together in any combination. Some people are all three, some people are just two of the three. And both shyness and high sensitivity can occur in extroverts as well. It's just less common. Right. So being an introvert really is about how you recharge yourself, you're saying. It's totally. I'm just reading a really good book at the moment by Beth Bulow, who's um, her handle online is The Introvert Entrepreneur. And she says that she one of the things that she would like is for people to stop categorizing introversion as a personality factor and start categorizing it as an energetic one. Because it really is. It's about what <clears throat> where you get your energy from and what drains your energy. Oh, right. Well, by that definition, I think I'm totally an introvert. <laughs> it's amazing how many people I speak to who say, oh my God, I'm introverted. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? Because I've actually taken some of the personality tests and I'm kind of borderline. But if it's that description, then I totally need alone time to recharge. But I love meeting people. I love speaking opportunities. But then I need to kind of retreat and just chill out for a while yeah. to recover. Yeah, that is totally normal. I, I want to stress that introversion is one aspect amongst many that go to make up the very complex personality that we as human beings have. So there isn't really any such thing as this is how introverts do something or this is how extroverts do something. There are things that if you're introverted, you might be more likely to enjoy or really not enjoy, but it's not a, an absolute all-encompassing description, you know, as soon as you, you say, I'm an introvert, that doesn't then define everything about you. And I think a lot of people are really nervous about the label of introvert because they see it as, as an absolute description that's going to trap them when in fact it's anything but. Mm. So if you're an introverted entrepreneur, how is business different for you? What are some of the challenges? Well, I just want to restate that it totally depends on the introverted entrepreneur in question. 
but there are some common challenges that I see my introverted clients talking about. So uh, rather than saying this is always going to be relevant to all introverts, I'll say that this is most common. The, the two main ones, energy management is a huge thing for a lot of introverts. Running a business takes a lot of energy just to, to figure out how you're going to get clients what they want once you know connecting with them and then figuring out what they want delivering what they want to them actually being there being present with them that takes a huge amount of energy and i think that sometimes we underestimate just how big the energetic requirements of running a business are so i think introverts in business tend to need to learn how to manage their energy or occasionally they'll do it intuitively. Like they don't even think about it. They just automatically give themselves downtime before they have a client appointment because they've noticed that they feel better that way, not thinking of it as, okay, this appointment is coming up. It's going to drain me. Therefore, I want to have energy, make sure that I you know, recharge myself beforehand. It's not a conscious thing for them, but they're still managing their energy. Otherwise, if you don't do that as an introvert, what can happen is you start feeling, first of all, you get exhausted in the moment. You know, you, you get to that feeling of I'm burning out. I can't deal with clients. I can't deal with finding new clients. And that's just the way things are at the moment. I might want to grow my business, but if I can't cope with it now, how am I going to cope with it when it gets bigger and I have to do more and you know spend more energy on it? So I think that's a really big challenge for introverts. The second tends to be around aspects of marketing because the way that marketing is taught is often it's about being loud, bright, flashy, grabbing attention, standing out from the crowd, all these kinds of things which are really kind of extroverted at their at their core. And it's not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that for an introvert, even just thinking in those terms can start to feel draining, never mind actually starting to do it. So we, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll try it out as introverts and we'll find ourselves getting drained. Other times we just say, no, that is that just feels inauthentic and I'm not going to do it. So I think a lot of the, the introverts I speak to, they have issues with finding marketing strategies that are either inherently introvert friendly or that can be that they can tweak so that they it works more for them as an introvert. Right. I guess that's kind of what my initial thought was when we were going to have this conversation about introversion is, is that a lot of marketing strategies just might feel like too much for somebody yeah. that's more inwards focused. And I know there's a tendency, you know, I like to talk about on my podcast, um, online marketing and running yeah doing a lot of your business online. And I know that there's a tendency and it's an easy tendency to fall into to just hide behind your computer, right? And not have to interact with people, which can be can be great, actually. I mean, it, it has good things for online marketing that that really works, but it also has drawbacks that you're maybe not making as many connections. But is that, do you find that things like online marketing are better for introverts just because you can have more time to yourself? Or is that, does that not really have anything to do with it? Yeah, I think that, for most introverts, <laughs> sorry, you will always hear me qualify with, yeah, often and for most, because I really do believe in this no one right way concept. But I think for a lot of introverts, the answer is yes. I don't think online marketing has to be hiding between behind your computer. It is totally possible to connect with people genuinely via an, an online medium. You know, you can email people and write in a way that genuinely connects with them. You can ask them what they most want, what they most need, and listen to them. And I don't think that's any less real connection than if you were with them face to face. 
you can connect with them over social media. And again, social media can be loud and noisy and busy, but it doesn't have to be. I know a lot of introverts that I connect with, social media works really well for them. And I know this because that's how I connect with them. But I still think that there's some expenditure going on. You know, most marketing is going to require some form of, of energy expenditure. And I, I should probably explain, I think of energy as being a finite resource. It's kind of like money. And I often talk about spending or budgeting energy in the same way that I talk about spending or budgeting money. So I think that the major challenge is managing your energy around the marketing you do, making sure that if you want to do something that's going to be draining for you, you actually have that energy there when you need it, and then you recharge afterwards. And I think that introverts also need to find marketing activities that play to, the net, to their um, natural strengths and preferences. One example is that a lot of introverts have a talent for writing. We, we tend to prefer to express ourselves in writing. So for many introverts, the written marketing strategies, email blogging, newsletters, some forms of social media will actually work better than in-person networking or phone calls. I kind of want to go back to what you said about managing your energy levels. How do we do that? Is that just something you need to figure out? Everyone needs to figure out for themselves. Like, what are the triggers that are going to drain your energy? How do you identify that? And then how you recharge? Is that different for everyone? It's funny that you ask that. This is totally non-scripted, I want to say, but I have a program coming up at the end of next month. Oh. <laughs> it's all about how to manage your energy. <laughs> That's funny. I've been doing that in my past few interviews. I just ask something and they're like, well, that's really funny. And it tees up their program. I honestly didn't know that. <laughs> I honestly was not in, not intending to plug that at all today, but there's absolutely a way of doing it. I have a three-step energy management process that I take people through that basically comes down to this is how you identify what drains you. This is how you identify what recharges you. This is how you take that information and use it to plan out your days and your weeks and your months so that you make sure you've got the energy you need when you need it. And you know that that's reducing it down to its absolute simplest because of course there's more to it than that. You need to once you know what drains and energizes you, you need to figure out how to work that into your life. You need to figure out how to do less of the things that drain you and and how to incorporate more of the things that recharge you into your life when you've already probably got a very busy schedule. But that's exactly what that program is designed to help people do. Right. To just go back to marketing for a second. Sure. In some of the marketing activities, you said like writing, for example, might be more comfortable for most introverts than video, for example. So what have you found with your clients are some of the best ways to really put ourselves out there online if we're more introverted and, and really get the most out of marketing? Okay. So the first thing that I would come back to is recognizing that when you put yourself out there, that takes energy. Even if you are enjoying the heck out of yourself. I know when I'm, I stand up on a stage and talk to people, absolutely love it, but I crash like crazy afterwards. So just recognizing that there's going to be a drain involved when you put yourself out there and that that doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means you need to, to sort of manage your resources around the drain. There's also, I think, really important when it comes to people who are in the wellness space. If you can focus more on your work than you do on yourself, you know, if you know that you're offering this, the service that you're offering or the, the products that you're selling genuinely make people's lives better, it's easier to talk about them and how they can help rather than talking about you. Tanya, that is such a good point. I think for everyone, introverted or not, is yep. that if you yeah, just shift really. the focus away from what, what you want and what you're, you know, you're trying to put out to actually what people need yeah, and being of point. service. Yeah, it's hugely, it, it yeah, the, really makes your marketing more authentic. 
Yes. The people that I work with, I describe them as heart-based conscious introverts. So they're not, although you and I have a bit of a crossover in our in our perfect people, I do have people who are not wellness entrepreneurs, but they are they are still heart-based. They are there because, yeah, they want to have a, a business. They want to, to earn a, a decent living, but really they want to make a difference in the world. They care about making people's lives better. And I think that when you come from that perspective, it doesn't make everything just fall into place, you know, because nothing does that. Let, let's be realistic here. But what it does do is it it means that you realize there's something more important than yourself and something more important than your discomfort or your energy drain in the moment. That doesn't mean that you should always ignore your own, you know, your natural tendencies. And it doesn't mean that you should make yourself miserable, but it does mean that in the moment you can shift your focus from yourself to the people that you're trying to help. And that does make it easier to put yourself out there. One kind of nuance I want to pick up on it about putting ourselves out there and finding marketing strategies that work for us is this idea of authenticity, although that's kind of a played out word. But I think online that, you know, we see all these people, the, the really big names out there, like the way they do things and the way they present themselves and kind of shouting and being really flashy or having these certain cultivated personas. And I think there can be this feeling like, oh, maybe I need to do it that way. Like that's the only way that's going to work and almost trying to be somebody else instead of yourself. And so as an introvert, and just kind of going back to that conversation about marketing, how do you do that in a really authentic way that's that's true to you? I think one of the advantages that I have is that I am aware of a lot of people who have become really successful as introverts. And I actually have a role model, a, a woman by the name of Leonie Dawson, I got to know her when she ran the Goddess Circle. At that point, she had about 2,000 members worldwide. And there were just a couple of things that she said in in some of her business communications. I thought, you know, she she sounds kind of introverted. She's incredibly bubbly and outgoing. But she also talked about needing, going crazy if she didn't get time to herself to do her artwork. I was like, that that sounds kind of introverted to me. I wonder. And two weeks later, she put out this beautiful, beautiful article that I still refer my clients to, all about how to succeed as, as an introvert in business. And she talked about how introverted she is. And it, she's just an absolute role model for me because she is this magical, bubbly, sparkling person who is also introverted and who, ha- who now has going on, I think, 3,500, possibly 4,000 members of her community worldwide, multi-six-figure business. You know, this woman is seriously successful and she is doing it as an introvert. So I think having role models can really help. When it comes to finding marketing techniques that work for you, I would say start with your natural strengths, identify those, and then look at how you can use those strengths. Think of marketing as getting the word out about what you do. I think a lot of people have a block against the word. And if you just think about it as, you know, when I think of marketing, I think of I am letting people know how I can help them. So if I describe it in that way, how can I use my natural strengths to let people know how I can help them? And then that kind of shifts the conversation from should I use this technique or that technique or the other technique into, okay, these are my strengths. How can I make the best use of them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I like that. I think there's a lot of just the word marketing has all this baggage attached to it where people think it's salesy and icky and pushy and it doesn't have to be. 
So. Yeah, personally, I'm happy with the word and I love it, but I just know that so many people have been, they've just had really bad experiences with people who, you know, little to no integrity, and they think that in order to be successful, they have to do the same thing. And it's just its just not true. There are some awesome, awesome people out there who market in all sorts of different ways, and some of those ways are extroverted, and that's totally okay. It just, it does, marketing as an extrovert is not a bad thing. It's just probably not going to work for the introverts who, mm-hmm. are, who are watching. Definitely. So I want to make sure we talk about speaking opportunities and networking events, because those are two of the most anxiety (laughs) inducing marketing tactics that we hear about quite often. So is there an introvert friendly way to do these or should we really be looking for other ways to grow our businesses? Okay, so I'm going to treat these two differently because for me, they really are. Because I'm a non-shy introvert, I mentioned earlier on that I really love speaking. I love having interviews like this. I love standing on a stage and speaking to people. I One of my goals for this year is to do a couple of teleseminars. And I just have a, a whale of a time doing it. So for me, that's not a challenge. And I'm probably not the best person to speak to when it comes to, okay, what are the challenges of, of speaking? Networking is a very different matter because networking involves one-to-one interactions. And so that squarely falls into my, oh my God, I'm an introvert. How do I do this? Purview. Now, there are definitely ways to tweak networking so that it works better for introverts. And Anytime any of my readers or clients talk about needing help with networking, I recommend them to a book, which is, it's called Networking for People Who Hate Networking by a woman called Devorah Zak. And it is the first book I have ever read in my life that talks about how to alter networking to work for you as an introvert, instead of talking about how to twist yourself into a pretzel and pretend to be more extroverted so that you can, you know, get through the evening with your teeth gritted. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to put that book in the show notes. Yeah, I think that'll appeal yeah, to a lot of people. I review it up on my website, but you might want to just link people directly to it. It's definitely on Amazon. I mean, it may be in other places. I'll pass <clears> on the details to you after the after the interview, if you'd like. Perfect. Yeah. So we're kind of getting to the end of our time together, but I was wondering if we could just close out by having you share some of your top tips for introverted entrepreneurs. No problem. Okay. So I can think of four offhand. So I'll try and try and do them as quickly as I can. The first is obviously learn how to manage your energy because that's at the root of everything for introverted entrepreneurs is figure out what drains you, figure out what recharges you, and then use that information to actively plan out your days. The second thing is really connect with what your unique strengths are. It's like you're an introvert. That means you have a set of traits and strengths that are all your own. You are not a failed extrovert. It's don't spend time beating yourself up for the things that you're weak at. Look for the things that you're good at and and make the most of them. (laughs) On that note, stop comparing yourself with extroverts. Depending on the study, you believe between 27 to 57% of the Western population is more introverted than extroverted. So instead of comparing yourself to other people, find out what's true for you and work with that. And the final thing is really, really, really important. It's been a huge thing for me is find other introverts to connect with. There are so many online communities now that are introvert friendly and some of them are actually based around introversion. I have a list of them on my website and I actually run a free Facebook group myself where it's it's specifically for introverted heart-based business owners and where they can find support and connection and just people who get what it's like 
to, to try to be introverted in an extroverted world. So just find a community that works for you and you're going to feel far more confident about being true to who you are and building a business in a way that genuinely honors your introversion. Awesome. So Tanya, can you tell us how to find your Facebook group and how else to connect with you online? I think probably the best thing to do would be to give you the URL and put it in the show notes because at the moment it's just a string of numbers. It's called Conscious Introvert Awesomeness, but I think people will probably benefit from a link directly to it. For sure. The other thing is they can check out my website and I would love to see them there. It is ConsciousIntrovertSuccess.com. Awesome. Well, we'll send people over to that. And I always love to get some interaction. So it would be great if anyone wants to tweet us. So what's your, yeah. do you have a Twitter handle? What's your Twitter name? I do. I am at cons, C-O-N-S, introvert, because cool. I couldn't get just introvert into the, uh, into the handle. <laughs> and I'm um, at Vintage Amanda. So you can tweet us and let us know if you're an introverted entrepreneur too. So thank you so much, Tanya, for coming on the show today. It's been great chatting You're with welcome. you. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this interview with Tanya Gardner and myself talking all about being an introverted entrepreneur. I would love to hear from you. So I'd love it if you would just tweet me at Vintage Amanda and let me know, are you an introverted entrepreneur? And also, you know, what you've learned from this episode or what you're going to change about your business to work with your energy levels. You can find all of the links and the websites and the books that we mentioned in the show notes, which are at wellpreneuronline.com slash 40. Thank you so much for being here and I'm wishing you a week filled with success for your wellness business. And I'll see you back here next Monday for the next episode.